Thank you. Thank you for that uh, very warm and gracious welcome, and uh, Matt, for your nice introduction. Uh, there are very few places on earth I'd rather be than Mount Vernon, and uh, thank you, the leaders there at the Ripon Society, for inviting me, and uh, thank you for your public service, what you're doing up on the hill to serve your, uh, your legislators and serve the people in your districts is, uh, is extraordinary. It's a tough time for our, our country, and you're working hard to uh, do really great things, and Hopefully, we'll be doing greater things after November. I want to introduce my wife, uh, my first lady of 35 years, almost 36 now, Maureen, who's also here from Fairfax County. And uh, I'm delighted to see uh, the director of Mount Vernon, Jim Reese, and uh, the Susan McGill and the rest of the team all, uh, all here. Uh, my mom worked here for uh, 17 years, uh, up until the time she passed away in 94, as you heard from Matt's nice introduction. I grew up here literally, literally down the road, 50 years. My dad passed away, but he's still, we're still in the house. And this is an uh, incredibly special place. And I can't think of a better spot for you all to take a retreat, to think uh, about uh, what your role is, not just your day-to-day -day stuff on the Hill, but where you fit in to the future of the United States of America and coming to Mount Vernon, the home of, um, of our first president. I think it's, uh, it's extraordinary. Uh, he, was a, um, he was a terrific man, and many of you probably have read about him, things he said, things he uh, did, man of incredible courage. I think a man appointed by divine providence to be that first general and to be that first you know, president. You think of all the bullets that missed him uh, from the French and Indian War and all that exploring he did of the Northwest Territory and everything else. Oh, it's not the Northwest, the, um, the territories up through Ohio. Uh, Valley, and uh, he was uh, he was protected for that time uh, in uh, 1789, I think, to be the first president and did extraordinary things to get this country off to the start uh, that it had. There's a great book on lessons in leadership by George Washington, written by the Mount Vernon director Jim Reese. I hope you have a chance to read that. It's uh, great reflections on uh, President Washington and the things that he stood for and uh, the things that he believed that would probably be good lessons for anybody, whether they're in elected office or supporting a person in elected office, I think would be great for uh, future. How many of you are Virginians? That's about right, about half of you, thank you. Well, uh, you know, it's a great state, the cradle of democracy, the mother of presidents, you know why, four out of the first five, uh, and a, a super place. We're real excited to, to some of the things that have happened the last, uh, the last couple of years to get us rankings of the most business-friendly state and some other things, but what I've learned over now 21 years in office, and particularly his last two as governor, uh, and what they've asked me to talk about for just a minute, but I'm going to pause quickly because I want to get to your questions, is um, how important leadership is. You know, I think that's the biggest issue, really, in this presidential election. To me, it's leadership, it's fiscal responsibility, and it's economic development and job creation, protection of the free enterprise system. That's what this whole uh, campaign, I believe, will will turn on. And uh, having a leader that really understands America, understand what our founders put in place uh, 235 years ago, uh, understanding that it's the free enterprise system and not big government that's responsible for American success. I mean, these are critically important principles. And ones that I hope, no matter what your job is in, uh, in Washington, that you just you don't forget that. There's a couple other things I'd like to, I'd like to share with you. You know, part of being a leader, I think, is uh, always doing the right thing even when somebody's not looking. You know, that's important for being a leader. 
I was interested uh, in studying a little bit the life of Washington, uh, but also hearing recently from Jim Collins. How many of you read that book, Good to Great? It's a great book. Just one shame. We should hand these out on the way out. You'd all benefit from that, uh, that book. But it's uh, that and uh, the new book by Jim Collins, Great by Choice, is uh, a study of what differentiates a good leader from a great leader. What differentiates a great corporation from just a, a good corporation. And uh, this may be, uh, sounds simple, but it, after about 10 years of research by Jim Collins and looking at all these factors that went into uh, the, what he calls the level five leader, the very top level leaders that are really driving American corporations or have had marvelous turnarounds, he concluded that the X factor was humility. How about that? Something you don't maybe see too much of in Washington from time to time, but it's, it is exactly what makes the difference between someone who's a strong leader, because here's what he says is the difference. Everybody's got, you know, it's a good leader with somebody that was uh, energetic and ambitious, but there's a different type of ambition. You can be ambitious for your own personal gain and edification, and those people generally don't become the strong leaders. Or you can be ambitious and zealously uh, advocating for the good of the organization and sharing the credit. Remember Reagan doesn't look a lot of, doesn't, amazing how many good things can happen if you don't care who gets the credit? Well, that was his point, is being ambitious for the good of the organization uh, is a different type of leadership, and those are the people that really got the results. I don't think there's much more important that uh, American people are looking for right now than people that can get results. Uh, I call it uh, results-oriented conservatism. Uh, we can have our strong, uh, vibrant, conservative principles. We can talk about them, but you know what? Talk is cheap. If you can't get a budget done on time, if you can't get an unemployment rate under 8%, if you can't uh, get a $15 uh, trillion national debt starting to go the other way, it's, it's cheap. It's cheap talk. So you've got to talk about those principles, but then you've got to put plans in action that actually get results and fix problems. I think that's what people are looking for. They want a government that's working well, that's limited and uh, wise and frugal, as Mr. Jefferson said, uh, and then gets out of the way so they can use their God-given talents to pursue the American dream. I think that's what people are looking for in government and uh, why I think we've got a good chance to have some positive things happen uh, in, uh, in November.